The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So the 16 steps that the Buddha offered for meditating on the breathing is usually divided into four groups of four. And each, each of those groups is called a tetrad. And um, the end of each tetrad, the fourth step in each tetrad, um, the, the practice is, belongs, each, each of those the last steps, so there's four of them, or the four last steps of each tetrad. Um, the practice belongs to the family of practices called letting go some kind of letting go, some kind of releasing, some kind of liberating. And um, the first two tetrads have to do, end with, uh, the usual translation to English is tranquilizing. But I think tranquilizing is kind of, my my mind is like, you know, it doesn't quite work, you know. I feel like I'm going to get a dart or something. (laughs) And... um, so I like the word relaxing, to translate it, to, uh, so involve relaxing. So relaxation is a very important part that supports practice. In fact, most people find that as practice matures, it matures in direct relationship to how relaxed we are. But you can't only be relaxed because then uh, you just fall asleep. So there has to be a combination of being alert and energized in a good way and, uh, and relaxation. And the first tetrad uh, the focus is on relaxing uh, the body. And the word that uh, it's for the body here is, uh, is used is um, um, kaya sankara, which translates as uh, bodily formations. And the bodily formations um, uh, are those formations, those constructs, those activities that come together in our body from how our mind works. So if, we, if a mind works as tense and her shoulders go up, that tension in the shoulders is a formation, is a bodily formation. Um, if our jaws are tight, if our hands are clenched, any, anything that, any way in which our body kind of, the muscles get activated, tendons get tight or something, uh, anything that's there in your body that's a, that has some origin in the activity of your mind, it's called a bodily formation. Um, it's a, and so that's when they talk about relaxing the body, they're talking about relaxing the bodily formations that have its source in what's going on in your mind. And the nice thing about that is there's a, there's a, then it's a reciprocal relationship that as you relax the body, it then also helps relax those places in the mind. So the mind starts to relax as well. So. Um, uh, when I talk about in this guided meditation about relaxing the body, um, that's what I, we're talking about, relaxing the bodily formation. And there are three, four steps in the first tetrad. The first uh, step is uh, just to, uh, as you're breathing, know if you're breathing long breath, long in-breath or a long out-breath. That's all. The second step is to know whether you're breathing a short breath, short in-breath or short out-breath. And um, some people find this very helpful just to, just to tune into the simplicity of that, is how long each breath is. Is it long or short or medium? You know, what's going on with, because you know, take a deep breath, sometimes the breath quiets down, it feels really long, sometimes it's very shallow, very quick, and so then short. And uh, keeping it that simple, sometimes it's very helpful because what we're, what, one of the things we're cultivating here is we're developing our capacity to keep the mind in the present moment. And uh, so it doesn't wander off into thought too much. And so we're, we're training ourselves to develop that capacity of mind. And sometimes having a really, really simple task in the present moment uh, that's not complicated, uh, for some people works really well to kind of train them to be in the present moment. And the uncomplicated task is to know this very simple thing about your breathing. Is it a long breath or a short breath? And, um, and so if you notice your breath is long, congratulations, you've succeeded. If you notice it's short, 
congratulations, you've succeeded. And then you do it again. Next breath, and next breath. I'd like to expand the meaning of this uh, short and long to mean uh, f- becoming familiar with the physical experience of breathing in all the ways that we can feel it. So to feel uh, the sens- all the sensations that come into play in the body. Uh, so some people have a favorite place where they like to keep their attention, maybe in the nostril, to put the air going in and out, sometimes the chest, sometimes the belly. Some people kind of are more globally aware of the body breathing. So wherever you tend to focus on your breathing, wherever your home base is, the idea is start becoming aware of the physical sensations that come into play as you breathe. So if you're aware of the belly and, uh, breathing, the movement in your belly, you're aware of the movement. You're aware of the expansion, maybe, as you breathe in, the falling of the belly as you breathe, breathe out. Maybe you're aware of that the movement is not as smooth sometimes. Sometimes the movement is jerky, like little steps as you breathe. Sometimes you might be aware of stretching or tightening or releasing and pulling. There's all these little sensations that come into play. Uh, with the chest, the same thing. With the nostril, it's often with the air going in and out, it's temperature. The in-breath is cool, the out-breath is warmer. Sometimes the in-breath is a sharp, kind of sharp, kind of tingling or piercing little sensation as the air kind of goes in and out that kind of is very poignant. Uh, and uh, sometimes you're f- very sensitive, you feel a little dance of sensations kind of right there as the air touches the nostril. And so there's different things to be aware of, but the idea is to notice the physical. And, and so I like to think of the first two st- uh, steps as becoming increasingly familiar with the breath, tuning into the breath, settling into the physical experience of breathing um, in whatever way that it manifests itself as a training to be both in the present moment and getting really familiar with the breath, really get, get into it and kind of sense it and know it in a deeper way. Some people control their breathing and they can't help it. Uh, for this purpose, it doesn't matter. So you can just be relaxed about that. And uh, because what you're trying to do now here is just to know it as it is. So if you're controlling the breath, then your task is to know, be familiar with what that's like as if it, you have permission to control it. It's completely okay. It might be a little bit uncomfortable. Sometimes it's not, not, not particularly pleasant to control the breath. Um, so then just be content that you get to, you're becoming the world-class expert and what it's like to have an uncomfortable controlled breath. And that's all. You know, it's, it's not like you're, it's bad meditation or wrong meditation or you might have preferences, but you know, one of the things we're trying to free ourselves from is from too many preferences, right? So. It's part of the training, just to be present. So it's okay. Don't I, I encourage you to be relaxed if you feel like you're controlling it for a while. And um, so those are the first two steps. The third step is uh, to become aware of the body. It says the whole body. And this can be interpreted different ways. The way I'll interpret it here today is um, just kind of as you keep breathing, kind of open up your awareness more globally to feel the whole effect that breathing has throughout your body wherever you can feel it. So, um, you know, you can, uh, usually that's in the torso area, but you can, f- sometimes you can feel it quite, quite low idly, very subtle movements, very subtle, sometimes senses of energy shifting, rhythm of energy shifting as you breathe, little movements, little sense of weight, pressure, um, all over. So I'll talk about that when we do the meditation. And then the last, because you're familiar with your whole body, you become aware of tension and holding. Then the last step is to then Breathing in, relaxing the body. Breathing out, relaxing the body. So those are the first four steps. So uh, I will do that in the meditation. Any questions about that before we start? Probably it's good to wait for the mic. So you talk... Is it on? No, no. So you've talked in two different ways about paying attention to the finer details and also having more of an open awareness. My, my, I don't, I don't really attend so much to the finer details. I'm more of an open awareness type. And so I'm wondering is this just my predilection or should I be paying more attention to the finer details? 
both could be true. Um, I don't know what you should, but uh, you might just, uh, as the exercise, find, I think the best thing is to find out for yourself what's useful. There are ma- many ways of meditating. Different. Each person is going to find their own personalized version of meditation sooner or later. So you have to find out what works for you. But in that we're doing this as an exercise here, you might want to, as you follow along, um, start paying attention to some of the details of it and get, get a little more f- uh, refined and focused because it might help the mind get concentrated and settled in a different kind of way. But it m- might not. It might, sometimes it, that kind of fine attention for some minds gets it more agitated. So, um, but you might just follow along and see. And uh, there'll be plenty of opportunities to, for you to do it the way you're doing it uh, later. Is that okay? I'll play with it. Good. Do all the bodily formations have origination in the mind? Could you have tenseness or contraction or things that happen in some areas, Mm -hmm. but they don't have an origin? Yeah, maybe. I mean, there might be some things. I mean, for example, if uh, you suddenly get cold, uh, you know, your body contracts in the cold. Is that has its origin in the mind? I don't know. Maybe not. Um, you know, if you touch the hot stove, right, you you contract, and they say that happens without going to the brain at all. Just this automatic response. So, I don't think everything uh, does, but um, for most people, the great majority of things, and. Um, and even if there are some places where we're tense because of the environment that happened, um, most situations, unless the mountain lion's chasing you, um, most situations, I think it's fine to relax those too. So in meditation at least, in that, that in particular set, setting of meditation, maybe it's okay to relax. And okay, so... Um, Let's turn it off. And then, um, okay, so take a meditation posture. Sitting up a little bit more alertly than you normally would. And because uh, mindfulness of the body is so important for all this, um, taking a little bit of time getting into your posture is the beginning of being mindful of your body. It's kind of moving around a little bit, swaying a little bit maybe. Kind of, whatever, you just kind of really, really see if you can get kind of a little bit of refined, fine points of lining up your spine, Getting your shoulders, the weight of your shoulders, feeling more balanced, center line of your body. That your belly is relaxed. And in that we're going to spend a lot of time paying attention to breathing. To establish a connection with your breathing, you might take a few long, slow, deep breaths. Just really feel what it's like for the body to breathe in deeply, the stretching of your rib cage or lifting of your shoulders, full expansion of your belly perhaps. And that we're also going to relax. You might also kind of take a few moments as you exhale to soften, relax your body. Feel what it's like to, as you relax, maybe to give in a bit to the pull of gravity. Your weight can settle.
And then letting your, <clears throat> your breathing return to normal. And then the first step, first two steps, are to become familiar with your breathing. Allow yourself to breathe whatever way is natural or you happen to be doing. But be interested in what it's like to be breathing now. What's the physical experience like for you to be breathing? What happens in your body as you breathe? How is the experience of breathing in different than breathing out? And in a relaxed way, see if you can notice if the in-breaths are longer or shorter than the out-breaths. It can be quite, <clears throat> it can be quite common for the thinking mind to pull you away from breathing. It's okay, it's to be expected. <clears throat> but it's what we're working with. We're trying to quiet down and overcome. And it helps if you don't invest a lot of importance in your thoughts. And for this period of meditation to <clears throat> kind of clearly appreciate that, that this is not really a time to give a lot of attention or value to your thinking. You've probably given a lot of attention to thinking for a long time. It's okay to take a break. Letting your thinking mind get quiet in such a way that you can feel breathing more intimately, 
more closely. As you experience your breathing, <clears throat> what sensations come into play as you breathe in? And can you notice how they appear and how they disappear? What sensations come into play as you breathe out? And can you be aware of their, how they appear and how they disappear? As you begin to breathe in, is there some place in your body where breathing in begins? The first sensations that get activated, the first movements. What's the first thing you notice that lets you know that you're breathing in? And from that beginning point of breathing in, as you breathe in fully, see if you can open up your awareness to also be aware of your body more globally. So it's kind of like you're doing two things at once. You're staying with the breath, breathing, but you're aware peripherally of your body as a whole maybe throughout your torso. Almost as if the body is the container within which 
Breathing is flowing. Maybe being aware of how the movements of breathing, breathing in, spreads and extends outwards into your tall torso, down into your pelvic cavity, up into your shoulders, back rib cage, front rib cage. Perhaps relaxing your attention so it can fill your body. Almost like attention is water that when it's released will turn, fill your, the container, fill your body. As you feel your body breathing, appreciating that the body itself is silent. Even though it's alive with sensations, vibrant with sensations, the body sensations themselves are silent of thoughts. You might be thinking somewhere else, but if you tune in to the body, let that inner physical silence be the grounding and the vibrancy of <coughs> sensations.
and then as you breathe in and breathe out, at first maybe as you breathe out, relax. Let there be a softening in your body. Perhaps allowing the shoulders to soften just a bit as you exhale. softening in the chest as you let go, as you exhale. Perhaps you can soften in the belly. Letting go into the pull of gravity so the weight of your belly settles. Relaxing your face, perhaps softening around the eyes. Sometimes the eyes can soften when we stop trying to look when we're meditating. Relaxing the inner gaze. Sometimes there can be subtle relaxing in the arms, the hands. Perhaps we're bracing ourselves against life. Subtle fear held in the body. As you exhale, see if that can lighten up, soften, relax. Some people find it's easier to relax the body, soften it on the inhale, some people on the exhale. 
in a relaxed, unhurried manner. Stay with your breathing. Settle on your breathing. Allow yourself to feel the whole body as you breathe. And then as you breathe, let there be a relaxing of the body, a settling of the body, a coming home into the body. And any tension that doesn't want to relax, be relaxed about that. It's okay. As you relax your body or soften it, relax back into your breathing.
And then to end the sitting, we take a few deep breaths. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. So that's the approximation of the first tetrad. And um, these 16 steps of practice that the Buddha gives are presented as trainings, so the practices you can do, but they also work very well as being descriptions of what happens as you practice. And sometimes it's a little bit easier to see them as as descriptions. So for example, if you focus on the breath as your primary meditation object, just focusing on it, staying with it, um, generally what happens, once you start settling in, the, the, the wandering mind kind of quiets down and you're able to stay focused on the breath, is that um, you, the, the body makes itself known. Sometimes the achy knees, achy backs, variety of ways. You get to know your body pretty intimately because of a variety of ways. Sometimes where you're uncomfortable where the tension is, because as you shift your attention away from your preoccupations, your concerns in life, um, then, you know, that's what's going on in your body tends to show itself. Also, uh, as the mind gets more settled, uh, it's also less less preoccupied. It's like the awareness begins filling the body. There's a kind of sense of presence that starts to happening in the body as people get more settled and focused and concentrated, more mindful. So the body begins to become clearer in the field. And then, when we feel tension in the body, it's relatively, you know, sometimes it just relaxes on its own. Just knowing it and seeing it and breathing, knowing it, it will take care of itself. It relax, begins to relax. And, and sometimes it takes a while, to, you know, a seven-day retreat maybe, to certain things to relax. And, uh, but, the, um, but, you know, as things begin to relax. And, and you can also uh, participate in that relaxing. There's nothing wrong with... Uh, doing the relaxing, if you see yourself tense or holding, you don't have to continue. It's possible to relax. What you don't want to do is to make make it a continual project to ferret out every tension you have and make a, you know, an engineer every possible relaxation you can do. Um, then you just make yourself more agitated and probably more tense. But, you know, to have to, you know, in a relaxed, unhurried way, if you feel some tension in your body, to soften and relax. Some people find it's nice to go through these steps systematically. Just, okay, I'm just going to stay with the breathing, just get to know it, be familiar with it, get focused on it. And then once you're somewhat focused, then open up to the body. And once you've opened up to the body for a while, then, only then, notice how to relax the body. It's uh, often very helpful not to relax at the first opportunity you can. Sometimes it's good to get to just get to know the tension, get to know what's going on first. And also get to, and also to, to when you're some place of holding in your body, to get comfortable with it being there without having to fix it. If you think you have to relax at the first chance you have because it's wrong, it actually creates bad habits for meditation. So sometimes you just go, just, just, it's okay to be tense, just breathe with it, be with it, and then, but at some point, it's fine to relax and soften. So anybody like to report a little bit what that was like to follow, if you're able to follow those steps as I, in the guided meditation? There's a little mic up here, the blue one. If anyone wants to speak. Um, it was wonderful. I could feel my whole body relaxed. And uh, when you said that, um, feel the sensation after you relax your whole body, then I started to feel my ankle hurt. And uh, I just stayed with it. Mine too. (laughs) (laughs) I stayed with it and then kept breathing 
focusing on my breathing, not fixing my posture, and it just disappeared by itself. Mm, nice. Very nice. That happens sometimes. It's quite nice. Thank you. Someone else? Well, I got so relaxed that I didn't even want to talk <laughs> to answer your question. Thank you. Okay. Um, so near the end, I, I went through most of it. I was having very full breath and feeling that that was lovely. But then near the end, I started having very small, very shallow breaths. And it was really wonderful. It was like this little secret little <laughs> plate. You know, it was like, oh, I'm just, this is so nice. It's so simple and small and uh-huh. gentle and it was just, and it was a real surprise. Right. I didn't expect it. <clears throat> so then you would know that's a short breath. Yeah, it was really nice. <laughs> short breath. And, and, uh, and so the, um, that's relatively common to happen that as we get more uh, calm, settled, focused, concentrated in breathing, that um, uh, the whole system calms down and the breathing gets more and more subtle. And sometimes it gets very shallow. And some people get a little bit worried, oh no, I was breathing deep before, that was great and spiritual and now it's just shallow. <laughs> what's wrong with me? And, but it's nothing wrong, it just means that not, you don't need to breathe much anymore. And in fact, the need for oxygen decreases dramatically as the mind gets quiet. I, I, I don't know what the statistics, what the figures are, but a good percentage of our oxygen consumption is used to support the, all the activity in the brain. So when the brain's not busy and agitated and worried and planning dinner, then um, you know it's not so much energy, not so much oxygen is needed to run the brain and things quiet down. And, uh, and sometimes it gets so subtle the breathing seems to stop. And, it, and it's usually, as you said, it feels quite nice to have it get very subtle that way. Usually. Hi, uh, Henrika. Um, I noticed that um, there was like, uh, my body was, has like all these cracks inside and when I was breathing and uh, the cracks begin to open and like the solidity of the body would be uh, f- crumbling uh-huh. and uh, I noticed that I'm less solid than um, than I thought I was that there is more room in there wow nice yeah was that nice yeah that was nice but I was also um, I realized that these cracks hold tension or emotions or something that I didn't want to feel. So when some of them begin to release, and um, they not not all of them were pleasant. Yes. But they were actually freed. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Great. Uh, very happy to hear that. And um, uh, generally, that's what happens also as we get more quiet and calm is the sense of solidity, the sense of boundaries of the body and shape in the body, have a lot to do with the mental activity and thoughts and ideas. And as the mind quiets down, there can be more and more sense of lack of solidity, very soft, very open, and no boundaries at some point. No boundaries are inside and outside. And, and in some ways it can feel like there's more space inside your body than there is in the entire cosmos. You know, just because it just, or it becomes the cosmos, you know, because it kind of feels like it just all disappears. And um, so I think it's wonderful that happened to you, that relaxing. Uh, Some of that, uh, when we do this practice, we we certainly, there are times when uh, things are unpleasant. And we have to be very patient and allow for the unpleasant sensations to come and not to feel that they're wrong or bad to have. And also not to be in a hurry for anything to happen. It's very nice it happened so quickly here today. Um, sometimes uh, certain things that are unpleasant, difficult, tension, holding, solidity we have, 
It might take a long time, months, years, for some of it to release and relax. And it's not wrong that it's taking a long time. It's something's, something's working itself, something's working, working through, so. As I thought about relaxing, I, you know, I adjusted my meditation posture, posture in the beginning, but in order to figure out if I was holding, it, it seemed necessary to move. In, you know, either to pull my shoulders back and see if that felt more relaxed or if it was less relaxed, or uh, adjust my neck Great. or move my head side to side. Is um, there wasn't there didn't seem to be much pain, but in this area, these areas, I seemed to hold tension. So by moving, it kind of helped them relax. <clears throat> well, it helped to figure out where it was, where the tension what, was, whether it was more or less comfortable. Or great. So it sounds like, it sounds great. Sounds good. The only only uh, warning is, um, uh, is meditation practice is supported by keeping the body still right. and uh, within reason. And so I think doing some of it might, for you might be helpful to do. Please do it. But uh, don't make it a big project. Don't like, you know... I've, I've seen t- some people who seem like th- it's constantly trying to work something out, you know. 40 minutes of sitting there like, you know. <laughs> and, like a uh, bucket of worms, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and maybe, maybe they need to, but uh, I've noticed myself that I, I've, done, I've done that sometimes. And... Um, you know, I've been there to make a little project, you know, trying to relax something and fix something and like, you know, working on it. And sometimes it feels kind of successful to come into it. And then I said, well, you know, next sitting I come back and say, well, what if I don't try so much? Maybe just be very calm and stay on my breath. And, and then I get so much more relaxed. It's almost like if I don't pay attention to it, <laughs> um, it has a chance to release faster than if I was constantly working, working the project. Mm-hmm. So experiment a little bit for sure but don't do too much. When things do arise in the body, what, and our mind kind of kicks in, um, what do you suggest? Just let it go? In your mind? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. If, 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 I felt some, ten- some anxiety, tension coming from somewhere, and then my mind kind of kicked in. Um, because the body manifests. Yeah. Yes. So we can't really go into investigation mode at that point. You can do anything. Okay. It's okay. But but generally for this process, um, like to follow these steps, I think it's uh, yeah, we can expect that that we certain certain uh, tensions show themselves, certain, rela- some t- certain things release, and a flood of memories, concerns, emotions can come. Uh, for the purposes of this practice here. Uh, as we started here, as we're doing it today, it might be best just to let go of it, if you can, so you can stay with the program that I'm doing. And if you can't, that's okay. But, and then the next tetrad uh, talks more about relaxing the mental formations. And so, you know, it'll come with time, how we do this, but um, probably not today, but, um, you know, next, next time we meet. Um, but if you can let go of it, let go. And, and the it. other thing I noticed was I started out tense and then I really got into deep relaxation and my heart took over. I could feel like my whole body was beating. That like can happen. The heart was huge. Yeah, yeah. We, we, it's very heightened sensitivity in the body, heightened you know, awareness. And sometimes the, the, uh, the, the heart's beat becomes kind of predominant. Um, it's... Um, it's one of the few things that, uh, very few things that um, my teacher in Burma uh, encouraged people not to pay attention to. Like, you're supposed to pay attention to everything, but then he said, don't, don't bother so much with the heart, he said. I think because he, he, maybe he saw that some people got kind of wrapped up in their heart and started worrying about it or, you know, somehow. And so, um, so I've kind of taken that to heart, what he said. <laughs> and, um, and so uh, I've noticed sometimes my heart, you know, so, seems really big and sometimes it feels like I'm swaying up <laughs> and um, but I you know it's kind of interesting a little bit but I tend to ignore it okay thank you all so let's take another uh, 
15 minute break for bathrooms or walking meditation, fresh air as you need. We'll do it, let's do it again in silence. And we'll come back for one last uh, meditation this morning, half an hour sitting. So we'll probably end for lunch at 12.15. That's the plan or so. And, um, and uh, so enjoy your break or your walk. <laughs>